Hi everyone, how are you? Isaac Jamal back here on SYNYradio.com and I'm super excited to be here with everybody. Um, last couple of weeks we've been talking about relationships and how to um, identify them, where they are, where we can improve, and a lot of um, tools as to do we believe in love. That was last week's which we got some wonderful feedback from everybody, so I have to thank everybody as I do every week. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening live, and downloads have been amazing, so I want to thank everybody. I'm always so grateful for people uh, taking time and listening to the information because I think it's so vital to where we are right now um, as a people, as a community, as a world. And... um, where we are right now in time is we are in that time of year where a lot of schools are giving midwinter break and we all have an opportunity to pause and spend some time with our family. Most of us have planned some type of a vacation, some type of off time. Some people uh, go in mass to some areas. Some people go in smaller groups. Some people visit Eretz Yisrael, as my family and I will be, uh, Bezat Hashem, uh, with his protection, will be going to Eretz Yisrael this year uh, for my nephew's bar mitzvah. So, Joey, uh, I want to say a mazal tov and a mabruk, and uh, we're very proud of you, and we're very excited to spend some time with you. But most of us will be traveling And I thought it would be an opportune time for us to talk about how we could take advantage of the time away. How can we take advantage of us deepening our connections and our relationships with our families at large? Yes, with our kids. How can we do that? And with our spouses. Because let's face it. Leaving our environments, our daily environments and our daily cycles and, you know, getting on the treadmill, going to work or taking care of kids or, you know, whatever you might be doing on a day-to-day basis, to pause and to be able to now have a just a simple, you know, uh, location change puts us in a different energy. It just puts us in a place of a little uncertainty and variety And it gives us that opportunity for us to get out of our routine and out of ourselves. And isn't that what we're all looking for? Um, As a a parenthetical, uh, my wife mentioned to me today that she heard from uh, Rabbi Farhi, which I thought was amazing, is that when people leave and they search for a vacation, Um, A lot of times they're running away from their problems. A lot of times they're running away from what it is that they have to deal with. And even while on vacation, if something triggers a phone call or something happens, that can trigger a lot more anxiety. So vacations in themselves are not an escape of reality. They're not an escape of consciousness. And we've spoken much about consciousness and my belief of us understanding the present moment. That conscious moment, that present moment where 
I am not thinking about yesterday and I'm not thinking about tomorrow, but I'm right here with you right now. And as a first step and a first idea, bringing that on your vacation is the most fundamental rooted idea that I can share with you. That if all parties, both husband and wife, children as well if they're old enough or able to, to be present, that means in the packing process, in the actual going to the airport process, being on a plane process or bringing a car depending on where you're going. But this, let's take the you know, general scenario of people traveling to another location. The, the plane ride itself, getting into the seats, preparing what might we have as far as food is concerned, being in that present moment and following what's happening live is so important. That is one of the ways that we can connect. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? It's not a walk on the beach. It's another way to connect, but just as simple as being present, being available and working together, not going off on a shopping spree or not going off on some type of email or business phone call when it's not called for when there's no emergency. This is time off, and this is time for us to share as a family and for us to be present, to be able to travel together and to look out for one another and anticipate what the other might need. So if you're writing things down tonight, just as number one, let's put down presence. Let's be conscious of where we are, our surroundings, and what we are taking care of at this moment. If it's waiting for luggage, it's understanding that we've discussed some type of a plan. I'll stay here. You'll still there. I'll take this kid. You take that kid. And working it out that we're there in the present moment together so that there's no confusion. And there's no unspoken expectation, which I want everyone to write as number two. Expectations, unspoken expectations are always going to be the mother of disappointment. Everyone will be disappointed if they have a certain expectation of someone else that didn't have a discussion. It's leaving a bottomless pit for someone else to walk into. Waiting, uh, or let's give the example of a wife expecting that the husband is going to take care of the luggage or the rent-a-car or whatever it might be. All this can be avoided. These miscon- this confusion or this unspoken expectation can be avoided. The disappointment can be avoided if we're able to plan properly. If we're able to plan properly, And we can have a discussion of how things are going to be or how we're going to work them out together. This is another wonderful way for us to be able to connect on a deeper way. It means that no matter what the adversity, no matter what obstacle might be in front of us, we are in a constant connection in the present moment. 
and we can support one another while we're doing that. So the travel part is a great opportunity for us to be able to connect and to show the loving support that we have for one another. Good. We're moving along. Now, once we're checking into a hotel, for example, there might be a waiting area, a waiting time. Prepare for that. We might not get the room we want. The luggage might not come. All these uncertain moments are all moments that we want to try to avoid conflict and argument. Keeping and maintaining an emotional calm for a lot of reasons. Kiddush Hashem. An opportunity for a lot of Jews traveling together to a particular place for us to have a, a way about us. You know, I recently went to see Yumashas and I think that one of the things that was amazing was the kindness that the staff at the stadium felt and spoke about. How many thank yous were there? How cordial they were. How kind they were. You know, throwing out your garbage. These things are all opportunities for us to have a Kiddush Hashem. And to remember that we're not just some random American traveling, but that this is our winter break designed for us so that we're not during the, the, the holiday season at the end of the year. And for us to have an opportunity to be able to etch out some time for us to be able to go away. So keep that in mind. That has to do with presence. That has to do with me being conscious of where I am, who I am, and who I'm with, and who am I responsible for. And maybe there's a buddy system if that works for you. Maybe not. Maybe you're a family where you guys are really well at communicating. Maybe designating certain jobs. Maybe somebody gets the luggage. Maybe someone gets the couch. Maybe somebody checks in. Maybe somebody keeps people busy while we're checking in so that we can maintain this emotional calm and we all feel like we can enjoy even though there is a lot, a lot of operational things that go along with a vacation. Now, last week we spoke about two buckets when it comes to marriage. There's a operational bucket. I have three things on that list. I'm more than happy to, to have it grow, but for right now there's three things. That's kids, that's money, and there's maintenance. Okay? So on these vacations, we have all three of these things happening. Generally, we're taking our kids. There is money exchanges, things we want, maybe some rides we might want to go on, things we might want to buy, uh, food and drink that we might want to purchase. Maybe we're going out at night. There are different aspects of money. And then there's the daily maintenance of things. A lot of people travel with food. And understanding, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis that a woman or a man might need a little bit extra time to prepare what they need for that day. And having an understanding of what needs to get done and me being present and conscious about it is going to have me maintain my calm. It's going to get me to maintain my understanding of what's happening. And you have to anticipate these things. 
that it's not going to go as smooth as smooth as you think. This vacation is not just sitting back at a lounge and having some cocktails and having a good time. That there's a lot of functional things that are happening on this vacation. Now, yes, there is time for bonding and relationship, which is super important what this vacation is about. But it does come along with tons and tons of operational stuff. Scheduling. Where are the kids? Are they by the pool? They left with their friends. Did you give them money? You know, oh, I saw them over there. Well, weren't you watching? And, you know, please, everyone, just a warning, be careful around the waters if you have young children. Of course, keep an eye on them. But things happen on these vacations where we're having fun and intermingling with a lot of people. And there's a lot of operational, functional stuff that we have to be aware of. And being prepared for that, discussing it is something that I would suggest and recommend so that at least we have an idea of what the parameters are. That if you're called out while you're speaking to a group of your friends because something is needed for a child or finances or maintenance, can you go get from the room or could you make us some food, that that doesn't ruin your vacation that that is part and parcel of the experience that you're going on. This is going to be part of our vacation and our, our process. Operationally, conversations, being present, avoid unspoken expectations. Who you are, where you are, who you're with. Those are super important. Now, let's get to some of the relationship stuff. Um, no, I'm talking fast today because I, I have a short window of time, and I apologize about that, but I want to try to get in as much information as possible in the short time that I have. Relationship-wise, let's start with the kids. This is a great opportunity to be able to just without any preconceived plan, manipulation, to be able to genuinely spend some time with a child and just get to know their spirit. What do I mean about that? Yes, on a day-to-day -day basis, a lot of kids are going to school. We have tons of expectations of them especially being Jewish and Orthodox, and we want them to do well, and they might be studying two languages, and they might be, you know, just coming off of finals and a lot of pressure. But as parents, we always want for our child. But how much time do we really take to get to know what this wonderful package, this wonderful present that Hashem has sent us, what are the nuances about this child? What are the details of this child? What do they love? What do they hate? You know, what's their favorite foods? What are some of the things that, you know, they're willing to take a risk on that you might not be able to? So a lot of the things that maybe were similar about us, but what's our differences as well? And getting to know another human being and that curiosity of allowing them the space to accept them for whatever might come out of their mouth while you're conversating with them. And it wouldn't be a bad idea 
for both mom and dad at separate times to say that I'm going to spend some time with, you know, Moshe or Sarah or whoever it might be, and I'm going to spend some time with them. You know, we like to say during the year that you should spend some private time with your child if you can, but now is a perfect opportunity on a family vacation for us to be able to etch out some of that time for us to be able to get to know our children a little bit better. And you'd be surprised how, you know, out of the mouth of babes, sometimes, you know, you, you listen to your child and you're so amazed and so wowed of, you know, a thought or an idea or a perspective that you might not have even seen or even thought about. I know not too long ago, my wife and I had a conversation with one of our children, and she said something that the two of us just looked at each other and said, huh, you would think because they're little or younger that they wouldn't notice or they wouldn't pick up on it. And it's an amazing fact that children and in their sweet energy pick up on a lot of nuances that adults don't even pick up on. But they're uncomfortable about discussing it with you because they feel that maybe that's an adult thing. Maybe that's something that shouldn't be spoken about or shouldn't be mentioned by a child. And to give them that space to be able to talk to you about things they might be curious about, things they might be afraid of, things they might be wondering about, no matter what the conversations might be. You know, teenagers definitely in that realm is this is just a wonderful opportunity and a wonderful moment for us to be able to do that. And ladies and gentlemen, husbands and wives, what a great opportunity this is for you guys to really be able to remember that connection that you guys started off with. And I want to say, and I'll probably put out a separate video on this on social media, is that no matter where your relationship is, how good or how not good it might be, even if you're at that point of boiling over or thinking the unthinkable, divorce or separation, because you're in so much pain and so much loneliness and so much um, isolation and how unlucky you might feel, it's so important. I think the most important is to share with you that there is no relationship that's not fixable. All relationships are fixable. All you need are two parties that are willing to work on it. I'll give you a secret. You don't really need two parties to fix it. You could fix it with one dedicated person who's willing to put in all the effort to make the relationship work. If just the husband or the wife would get into a position of giving and loving and creativity and playfulness and excitement and pursuit, a re re entire year's worth, let's just say, year's worth of pain and loneliness can be reversed and your relationship can just start to really escalate and get better and deeper and closer. Now, with that introduction,
how many opportunities do we have to be able to just at any given moment, whether operationally or relationship-wise, to be able just to glance at the other person, look them in their eyes and say, you know, here we are, we're doing this together. Stop for a moment. And together, be able to just consciously even thank Hashem to say, wow, thank you for this vacation. Thank you for this opportunity to be together. Thank you for our children. Thank you for our you know, ability to afford these things. There's a lot of people that can't afford them. There's so much to be thankful for that you can stop as a couple and do a moment of gratitude for everything that you're experiencing. And then you can internalize Share with one another how grateful you are for the other's support. And this is super, super important, is that the appreciation and the opportunity of appreciation for the couple during this time is amazing. You know, put, packing things, preparing things, lists of things, food, carrying the things paying for the things. There's so many opportunities for thank you. Thank you for support. Thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for, you know, and just that sense of appreciation for the other person opposite you is tremendous. And sharing that, and I would even suggest that both husband and wife, men and women, you know, a handwritten note. It doesn't have to be a card that you buy. It doesn't have to be on Hallmark. It doesn't have to be this huge gift. Just a handwritten surprise on a pillow, in a piece of luggage, uh, in, in a tefillin bag. Uh, it, it, it could be anywhere, in a drawer, in a refrigerator. It could be anywhere. Just a thank you so much for making this possible. This couldn't have happened without you. That is what love is made of. Those moments, those appreciative moments, and giving attention to your significant other is how to build depth in your relationship. Now, of course, I'm going to tell you Make sure you get yourselves a date. Make sure you guys are having an opportunity to be able to take a walk together. Make sure you have an opportunity maybe to have a meal together, whether it's a breakfast, a lunch, or a dinner, where it's just the two of you. And you're out of your comfort zones. And you're feeling a little looser. And you're feeling a little bit, you know, excited because of the change and because of the variety. And remind one another why we decided to get into this relationship in the first place. And retrospect. Look back at how much has happened in the time you've had together. How much you've been able to accomplish. You have a family. 
Bezat Hashem. And those that don't, Bezat Hashem, will have soon. But you have a family. And you've done things together. And if we focus on the gratitude, and we focus on the giving, love will happen naturally. If we get caught up with what people don't do, or why they did it this way or that way, and we don't keep the perspective of the big picture, and this is supposed to be a fun time, not a stressful time. So, you know, raising a five-alarm fire on, you know, the bags are still downstairs and they're not in the room yet is unnecessary. Patience. Patience. Slow and steady wins the race. To be able to be patient with one another and know that things take time. If you're able to spend quality time with your children, spend quality time with each other, and prepare for the operational day in, day out, packing up, getting to whatever location or airport, getting to the location, unpacking, preparing the day-to-day you know, schedule of what that's going to look like, what the expectations are of the children, when are we going to bathe them, when are we going to put them in, when are they expected to stay up until, so that those parameters are set so that if anyone's called to duty or called to action that they're present, they know that this, this is going to happen and we're going to be doing it together. And then building those bonds, building those opportunities of relationship. And I want to point out a possible pitfall. And this happens, especially in those areas where people are traveling in mass. We tend to lose sight of us or ourselves or our spouses and we sell ourselves short for the sense of belonging. And what I mean by that is that you might be with a crowd of friends. Maybe friends you haven't seen since high school. Maybe it's people that, you know, you just have a, 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 you travel with them or they're fun. And, you know, you have this social environment of everyone's having a good time. Everyone seems loose. Everyone's having you know, fun. Everybody doesn't seem like they have any responsibilities. And then your husband and wife comes along and says, uh, you know, I need you for a minute. The first reaction sometimes is, what the hell do you want now? Now you're coming to me? And those moments are pitfalls for expectations or relationship breakers. Because when you're expecting that you're here together, that's what we should expect from the onset, is that we're here together. So if that I need you, that there's a call to action, that we will support one another. So be careful when you're in social groups. And I'm not, I don't have anything against social groups. I think it's an amazing dynamic. I think that the pitfall is that when I'm in the social group and I am needed for my specific family or spouse or child, that I'm able to disengage from the family, from the group or friend dynamic 
to enter to my most important calling and my most important duty, which is my family, my spouse and my family. And I think that those moments really define, the, define a relationship. To be able to have the strength to be able to do that, and to, again, the consciousness and the presence of mind to be able to do that is a tremendous opportunity for us to be able to maintain that depth of relationship. And if we're able to just use these tools, these few tools that I've been able to share with you tonight, that you can have an amazing time. There could be a lot of laughter, a lot of memories, a lot of just, you know, things as, as a family that you could walk or come back home to and say, you know what, that was amazing. I have an amazing spouse. I have amazing children. You know, this is what family is all about. This is what I signed up for. And the depth and level of love that can be created is just amazing. And I think that everybody should see this opportunity. Take that moment to see that it's not all about clothing and what I look like and what I drink and how I dress and what location do I have on the beach that those things are all superficial. That the important things are the emotional connections, the emotional bonds that I can build with my family and my friends. Yeah, have a good time. Have a drink. Enjoy. Just enjoy it together. Now, I apologize that today's a little bit shorter of a podcast, but I will be back uh, when I get back to Israel and we will be returning and continuing to speak about relationships we do have a relationships event coming, coming up in February uh, you'll see a lot more uh, flyers and opportunities to sign up for that again thank you everyone for your continued support your emails, your text messages, your phone calls uh, clients you might be sending uh, if anybody wants to get in contact with me you can reach me at 917-679-5775, 917-679-5775. You can meet me at jamallifecoach at gmail.com. You can reach me on Instagram. You can reach me on Facebook. You can reach me on LinkedIn. There's millions of ways of, uh, of ways that you can uh, reach out to me. So continue. Uh, you know, have a wonderful, safe trip, and good night.